Welcome to the Mission Road Podcast, where we share stories of faith and service and how you can make a difference. My name is Dawn Hawkins. I am the Director of Global Missions at Peachtree Road United Methodist Church here in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am your host. This is episode two of the Mission Road podcast. I'm here today with Leslie Cogburn. Leslie, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. So you've been a member of Peachtree Road a long time. 26 years. 26 years. Um, I went to the other big church down the road when I was a young (laughs) single in Atlanta, Um, met my husband who grew up in this church, and I... We got married here, so I started coming here after he and I got married. So it's been 26 years. Wow. So I was participating in a Zoom call or Zoom Sunday school lesson. I believe it was with New Beginnings, mm-hmm. and you spoke, and I don't know if it was just ad hoc or if you were part of the presentation, but I joined and you spoke and gave really a beautiful story or testimony of your experience with Sponsor a Child. Mm -hmm. So that is why I have you here today. I'm eager to learn um, and and share that with our audience. Um, Also, though, I will tell you that your your vignette when we were in um, New Beginnings class was one of the big impetuses for doing this podcast. Oh, wow. Because I thought there's so many people out there with great personal stories that the congregation doesn't get to hear on a daily basis. Yeah. And so, cool. yeah, so you were kind of spurred Excellent. us along in this journey. So thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, so I'd love for you to start with a little bit of background, maybe about what brought you, whether it was through Sponsor a Child or through Missions, what finally first got you interested in that area? So really, Sponsor a Child was the first thing I did. Um, we were here one Sunday, walked down to the fellowship hall where they had Sponsor a Child mm-hmm. set up. Um, I honestly had not ever met Lynn or anyone involved with Sponsor a Child before that, but we walked up to the wall. I had my son with me at the time, who was probably eight or nine, and we heard about what it was about. And so we had my son, Ben, pick out a child that he thought he would like to get to know through sending letters. So he looked around. He found another little boy who um, did not look like most of the children from Georgia. Uh, Most of the kids over there are very dark-haired, dark-eyed. My son is blonde, curly hair and blue (laughs) eyes. And so he picked a boy named Levani who had light hair and light eyes like him and said, this is who we should pick, Mom. And I said, okay. He wanted to be a soccer player um, on his picture. So um, we started sponsoring Levani, and we would write letters, and when the mission trips would go, I'd get the email from Lynn and say, do you want to go, you know, send a letter, so we would send some pictures, so we would print out pictures of our family and send pictures of our dogs, and we'd send him Georgia stickers and Falcon stickers and pencils, and um, so then um, we just would send them over with the team. I knew nothing about it. Um, I went on a couple mission trips to Kenya, so then I kind of got the bug to go on a mission trip. And you just threw Peachtree Road, you found out through about Peachtree those Road, and became yeah. interested. Um, and the water filters and that yes. sort of thing. Um, from my, I'm a, have a nursing background. And so then I met Lynn somewhere along the way, and Dr. Schuler, who is a pediatrician, a retired pediatrician here in Atlanta, who I've traveled to Kenya with said, you know, Lynn has been kind of bugging me to go to to Georgia. You know, do you want to go? Let's go. So um, at that point, my son was old enough. He was probably about 15, going Mm -hmm. on 15 at the time, maybe 14 turning 15. And so we decided to go. So we went together. You you and your son went together. Me and my son went on the mission trip with the team. 
and we met Lavani. Um, was so excited. I couldn't wait. He was at the second school we were going to. So, and you had sponsored him for what six or seven six years? Or seven by years. Then. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, so we met him. Um, and uh, Vaso took us to his home, and we met his mom. We saw where he lived, and we saw their house. And crazily, when we were there, um, his mom walked out with this box, and when she opened it, um, it was all the letters we had sent to him. Um, and when we looked on there, it's not really a refrigerator, but like an icebox thing that they have in their kitchen, there were Georgia stickers on the kitchen, on the refrigerator and basketball player stickers that we had sent to him. Um, yeah. So it was like finally meeting someone that we had known for so long, but had never known other than getting our yearly picture of him and getting the pictures of him that Lynn would send when they got back from mission teams. What an amazing gift. Yeah, and he was tall and he was big. He was taller than Ben. And um, But he gave us a big hug and he gave us a big smile. You know, at that point, you know, also the kids, I don't know, totally understand the whole sponsor a child thing. I mean, they knew that we kept in touch with him right. and that we had and been sending him letters and had been interested in him and keeping up with him. But he gave us a great big hug and it really wasn't that awkward. We hung out for those that day, we saw him the next day, but then we didn't see him again. But we decided the next year we went back, and um, Ben and I went again together. Um, one year, Ben went by himself because I couldn't go, but at that point, he was 17, almost 18. And so Lynn said, he's been before. I think we're fine for him to go alone. So he went. Doug Weston was taking his three kids on that trip, so Ben wanted to go to see them. He knew the Weston kids. Um, so he went by himself once, and then I have gone once um, since then so yeah so it's been a it's he's just been a part of our family from a distance and now through technology we so do you stay in touch today? we do we facebook message with him and we keep in touch on facebook and um, we don't call or skype or anything like that we just message back and forth mm-hmm. but probably about every other month or so we send a message or he sends us a message that's amazing. And where, where is he now? What is he up to? Or So Lavani has graduated from high school. Okay. So our whole story kind of goes through the whole Sponsor a Child program. Um, Lavani, when we first started sponsoring him, was a live-in child at the Atseri kind of home where some of the kids lived full-time, and, and Lavani lived there. Um, at some point when he was about 10 or 11, maybe 11 or 12, he had a really bad bike accident. Um, he had to have surgery. He had to have his spleen removed. Mm-hmm. Sponsor a child helped cover the cost of that that was not covered by his state coverage. Um, after that, he needed some medications. He needed some special immunizations. But, you know, when I would call Tamuna and Lynn and say, you know, he's had his spleen out. He really needs this Prevnar vaccine. They found it and had it shipped to him so he could get it. After he graduated from high school, we flipped over and started sponsoring him through the scholarship program, uh, which is crazy affordable considering we were also putting our son through college which was you know <laughs> I can't, what it was 20 cost, times as much what does no. it cost to send somebody to university in Georgia um it's about 800 to a thousand dollars for the yeah. year <laughs> right you know which seemed like a drop in the bucket right. compared to what we were paying for college here um but he finished college um we also when he was in high school we paid Faso's wife tutors and we um she knew some English tutors so we paid a little extra money um, so he could have some English tutoring for the year, which was super reasonable, like $100 for the year. Um, and so he had English, extra English tutoring 
through his last two years of high school, which we thought was really important from a standpoint of going to the university and just from a job standpoint. Um, so he finished the university. He got a job at the airport. Um, he's working at the airport in Kutaisi. Um, it's been a little closed down because of COVID, but I just texted him a while ago to see if the airport was back open. He said it's been open and closed, but when it's closed, he's been helping some man build houses. So, yeah, he's doing great. He volunteers um, with Vaso at the Kutaisi Youth House, and um, he will show up there and help um, Vaso when they're doing big things and Christmas and it's such a success story. It is. And I, you know, I think what I said at the New Beginnings class was, um, you know, you never, you know, I, you think you can't do something in a grand way, but I'm a huge believer in the starfish story of the little boy who walks on the beach and full of starfish and throws one back in. And whoever was walking with him, different variations depending on what you read, says, you know, well, you're never going to be able to throw them all back in, you know. And he's like, well, that's okay, you know. I helped that one or I saved that one. And, um, you know, I think Lavani is a bright guy. I think he has a lot of drive. I don't think we, um, but I do think that the support that he felt through Sponsor a Child, um, the visits from the teams and just the role models that he has seen through Vaso has changed his life and has really made him see that he has been able to find a path to a future. So I don't know what he's going to do from now on. Who knows? He's only 23. So most 23-year-olds don't know what they're going to do yet, but he just turned 23 in January. Or 50-year-olds. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, but he's been a gift and we consider him, you know, part of our family. That's amazing. Um, One of the things that you touched on was helping him in the different phases of his educational journey. I think one of the things that's so impressive to me with the Sponsor a Child program is Lynn, and you mentioned Vaso, and I think there's another person Tamuna. on the ground, Tamuna, on the ground, it, that makes it such a personal experience, and they mm-hmm. know the path that each one of these children are on. Um, they do, and they know these kids. I mean, Lynn knows them, it seems like, all by name. Um, I have a hard time <laughs> keeping their names straight, but yeah, and if you go on a mission trip, you see them year after year. I mean, these are not migrant communities or changing communities a little bit different than when you go to Kenya when you know people are in such transition and you never quite know where anybody lives there these are very established communities Um, generations live together in these areas so they're there they're they're there year after year Um, I mean when you and you know we followed Lavani through his whole growing up life from through school But, you know, there are things that make a huge difference. You know, they sponsor birthday parties. I mean, just these kids getting a birthday cake makes a difference. Um, Spending money for the medical stuff. You know, I spend a lot of time with the teacher who's at the school in Kutaisi. Um, She's paid for by the government, but she's given nothing. So, you know, we take her Tylenol and Benadryl and Motrin and... You mean she's literally given nothing in terms of supplies exactly, or anything for right. her to do So the she's job. there, but she doesn't have anything. So we take Band-Aids and we take gauze and we take we took a nebulizer machine for her to be able to get breathing treatments and we taught her how to do all that. We've taken blood pressure cuffs and thermometers. Um, she's got a cute little office with a little bed, just like a nurse's office in any elementary school here, um, but she just had no supplies. Um, so... Um, we've sent material for her to do some reading and some home care sheets and things like that. So um, anyway, it's it really is a community that doesn't change. So when you're supporting them, you are supporting the same people year after year after year. I mean, these kids are growing up through this support, which I think is very unique. Yes, it's special. Usually it's an orphanage or a shelter That's or right. a migrant situation, and you're still doing great work, but it's there's no continuity. You don't see the impact. You don't. There's no continuity for sure. No. 
certainly a benefit of this The program. continuity in Georgia is, is amazing. It's what makes it different than any other mission trip you go on because when you go on a mission trip like to Kenya and other places, you see the same local people who help as interpreters and that kind of thing, but the people change sometimes. So, Well, I think your story is just a, a great testimony for the Sponsor a Child program and the impact it has in your life, too, mm -hmm. and your son's been on he has. the service trips, which is amazing, and I know it's a special bond for the two of you to have he had has. that experience. Yeah. Um, talk to me a little bit. You said you've, but you had gone to Kenya at first, mm -hmm. um, and you know we are hoping to do a series also on the other areas that Peachtree Road serves in global missions. When you went on that trip or those trips, are you primarily playing a medical role? Is that what you do when you go, or um, is that what you were yes, wanting to do? I mean, yes. I mean, I went to Kenya first. Of course, everybody wants to go to Africa, right? right? That's it's the big exotic. draw, like, let's go to Africa and go to safari. And um, you do, I mean, it's limited medical, right? I mean, we're definitely not a medical mission team when right. we go over there. Um, we're not stocked with medicines and tons of stuff. But honestly, most people just want to be seen. You know, they just... I mean, when Dr. Shuler and I see people in Kenya, I mean, it's people coming and tell us that their knees are hurting and their feet are hurting. And I feel like saying, well, of course, like you don't have shoes on and you walk miles, right? right. Um, but I think they just want to be seen and they just want to be heard and they just want to have someone who has traveled from a far away land to come and see them. Um, we do keep big, bright eyes open for odd things that we see. You know, we pick up abnormal eye exams, you know, and some glaucoma in kids or adults. Not a lot we can do about it in some of the adults, but we've definitely picked it up in children. And then through the programs and resources associated with that ministry, you're able to provide mm -hmm. perhaps So we usually assistance. just, it's just um, people come through. And in Georgia, a lot of times the teachers have identified kids they want us to see. Okay. Kids, they have something that they're concerned about or they kind of point out things that they've noticed. Um, Dr. Schuler has, you know, a ton of experience and has picked up genetic markers on some kids and then they've gone and had screenings. So it's, and they have found heart conditions and things on some of these kids who have genetic conditions that can have some associated anomalies. And he has spotted, um, some children with those kinds of things. Um, so, you know, it's things like that, you know, yeah. um, it's not ever anything huge. Um, but it's, um, you know, we can treat in Kenya, we treat a lot of burns, um, you know, people come with wounds or burns, especially from the fires that are, they have inside mm -hmm. their homes. And so we sometimes do some real skin care on burns, motorcycle burns. There's, um, there was a young guy, man that I saw for several days in a row on one Kenya trip who had had a motorcycle accident and he had a pretty involved wound on his leg. And, and really all it needed was just consistent cleaning and dressing changes. I wasn't doing anything, you know, surgical or anything, but um, just by cleaning it and getting on some antibiotics, it looked a ton better by the end of the week. So um, it's, it's things like that. Right. That makes a difference. Mm -hmm. So we've been shut down all over a year. Mm -hmm. Hopefully things will open back up. Certainly. By Thank goodness we were shut down the day before we were supposed to leave because we were all just That's about. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> we were all just about in air yes. to Kenya. Yes. Um, March 12th of last year. Yes. So thank goodness at least oh. things shut down the night before. Crazy phone calls that night. It was crazy phone calls that night, but it was a blessing that you weren't already en route. It was. And that was a year ago. I mean, just almost exactly a year it ago. Yeah. Um, so I know we're all eager to get back in the mission field. Do mm -hmm. you see in 2022 a trip in as a possibility for you? And would you go to Kenya or Georgia or... 
You know, I feel the need to go back to Georgia. I really need to, would like to go see Levani again in person. Mm -hmm. It's been two years now since I've seen him because I didn't go the year before. Um, and so I would like to go see him. He has finished college and is kind of out on his own. So I'd like to go see him again um, and just see the kids. Um, you know, I love going back to Kenya. Um, it's such a great experience. It's always, it's just too. always such a great mix of new team and old team members and um it's just beautiful and it just always sort of resets your soul when yes. you go to kenya That's a good, good way um, to put it it does i mean just the beauty of the place and i mean but i will tell you there is no place more beautiful than the republic of georgia either i would i i wish it was i knew as much about it to travel around there as much after a mission trip as i have in kenya because it's really well, some i've beautiful seen pictures country. and beautiful country historical artifacts oh yeah are you would feel like you're in the wine country of amazing california amazing. and you're there rolling hills beautiful old churches thank you lots for to your see. time thank you i really appreciate it um if you want to learn more about the different projects that we're doing with global missions around the world or you would like to learn a little bit more about what's going on specifically in georgia for georgia you can check out the notes on our facebook feed um, or you can go to prumc.org backslash the mission road thank you i would like to thank the staff at the dogwood shop for our lovely set today all of these items are available for purchase and you can stop by the Dogwood Shop on campus here at Peachtree Road or you can go online to thedogwoodshop.org. Thank you for tuning in today. If you are interested in joining a team on a mission trip or want to learn more about how to support us stateside, you can go to our website at prunc.org backslash the mission road. Thank you.